This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and today we're going to be talking about reconnecting with you. So one of the foundational skills in personal development is being able to you know, get in touch with the deepest truest part of ourself. I often call it your essence, your true self. Some people might refer to it as your soul. Um, So it's this deepest, truest part of who you are. And when we live from this place and we create from this place, we are so much happier and healthier. And what happens is, is that we don't have these kind of fundamental skills that allow us to connect in this really deep way. And when that, um, you know, when we don't have the skills to connect in, then we can find ourselves sort of living these detached lives, you know, creating from our heads or, you know, trying to manage our life instead of really being able to live it um, as an expression of who we are. And so when people are looking for, like, how can I improve my life? How can I make things, you know, better for myself as far as how can I be happier? How can I like my work more? How can I improve my relationship? It really all winds up boiling down to this connection to our true and deep self because from that place, we are able to do so much. We are able to uh, create so much meaning for ourselves. And so regardless of how I'm talking about it, right, and whether I'm talking about it in terms of self-care, whether I'm talking about it in terms of kind of knowledge and understanding of our core self, you know, or, or whatever, it still kind of, it still keeps coming back to this point. What is it? What are all the inroads to you, to connecting to you, right? And that's something that unfortunately we're not really taught. What we're actually taught is how to disconnect from ourselves, how to make it through life in all its different aspects by negating who we are or being able to adjust who we are to the outside, Right. And so I'm not saying that this is like a completely unrefined self in the sense that, you know, it, it's just childlike and it, it does anything that it wants whenever it wants, throws tantrums, all of that kind of stuff. That's not really the direction that we're going in. It is actually that kind of wise self, that deep self 
um, that is is coming through in its complete expression. And so last time we were sort of talking about the relationship between the ego and the deep self. And that's part of sort of bringing out this, this true, our true nature. But this time I want to talk about, okay, what do we do? How do we get access to this? How do we get access to this part of ourselves so that we can create more meaning? We can cultivate a connection with ourself and then ultimately create a life that we really want to be living. So if you are a lucky person, you can remember a time that you felt connected to the core of who you are. And a lot of times for people, they go to their childhood um, they can remember a moment where they just felt their own essence. However, for other people, they either don't remember their childhood or they don't have an experience like that. As long as they can remember, they were always altering themselves to be a part of the world. And that core essence of who they are wasn't really seen. It wasn't reflected back to them. So, you know, if they, if you don't have that memory, it takes a little bit more to, you know, find your way back there, right? Because if you, if you have the memory, you can simply remember a time and then start to intensify the emotions that are associated with that time, the feelings, the sensations, right? That are connected to that time in your life. And that allows you then to start to work with it, right? You can get that access and then you can fiddle around with it from there, right? But if you haven't had this experience, so you you need to start to play around a little bit more, right? And you can almost look at it like, I want to say like a, like a sounding board or, you know, a sonar or something like that. It's like you try things on and then you see if there is a resonance between you and it, right? So that could be, you know, maybe you see something that you're, you know, a, a characteristic in, in another person that you feel drawn to or you think positively about. And so you might reflect on that, like, you know, kind of by reflect on it, I mean, uh, connect in with it, pay attention to it and, and then start to see how you relate to that characteristic. And once again, not from a superficial place because your mind might either say, I want that, or I reject that, or I'm not that. So you're not going to that kind of more surface place, you're allowing yourself to, to feel it on a deep level. Is that something that's true for you? You can do the same thing with, you know, animals, landscapes, objects, because they help you, you know, kind of find your way in. So for example, what I did in um, one of my workshops, my life work community uh, workshops is I had people 
uh, go around the space and grab objects that they, they felt drawn to. And then they took those objects and they wrote about them. They described them. They wrote adjectives and phrases and stuff like that that described the objects that they had picked. And then they took those words and used them in a poem starting with I am about themselves. And it was incredibly powerful because you think about that, like that seems kind of disjointed to boil things down that way. But it really taught people a lot about how they are continually in communication with their environment and how the objects that they're drawn to and the events that they're drawn to are helping them see more about themselves. So they want to be a very powerful exercise and with really powerful writing. So that is one of the ways, like that kind of method of using the outside world to help you reflect on yourself, uh, that you can start to get access to those core qualities. You can start to sort of move into who you are. Okay? So once you've got a time, once you've got kind of a feeling or, you know, some connection to either time in your life or times in your life, or you've started to build that experience and, you know, in the present moment, but you can feel a deeper sense of, you know, truth or resonance or, you know, this real connection. So once you've got that, you want to learn to Pay attention to it, right? So you want to learn the cues that are associated with you, know, you being connected to your core. And conversely, you want to learn the cues that are uh, the opposite, that mean that you're disconnected. One of my cues that I'm disconnected is I get a lot of tension in my body. And, and I can feel that tension sort of building up. It almost feels like a, like a, like a crust, you know, like, like an exoskeleton. And so for me, that's a really good sign that I'm out of, out of whack, that I'm not connected as deeply as possible. And conversely, when I am, there is much more of a flow, much more ease associated with me. There's a softness. Now, everybody has their own experience and sensations. There isn't something that you're looking for. You know, you can't go to your friend and say, well, what do you feel? That might inform you a little bit, but it's not going to give you all the information about yourself. You need to start to pay attention. So you, you bring on that experience. In other words, you pay attention to it. And then you pay attention to what it is that you feel in your body when you're as connected to your core self as possible. And then you start to attune yourself to feeling these things on a day-to-day basis. Right? So what they do is they help you tell that you're, whether you're doing things and being in a way that's in alignment with your core self, right? 
So the next step in this whole thing, one of the other things that I did in the workshop is have people have two symbolic objects, one going in one direction, you know, with a, you know, say solution Y and the other one was solution X. And they would start to pay attention to the bodily sensations when they were moving in one direction or another. Right. So those are the sensory cues that allow us to then use our intuition. Right. So you see how that is. If we, if we're, if we build on the idea that connection with our core self is, you know, a place where we can have meaning and purpose, significance, all of that kind of stuff. Then once we understand the cues that are associated with that, we can use those cues to guide our life and guide our choices. So we can hone our intuition based on those, right? So instead of just random factors, we can use very clear signs that we are moving in the right direction for us at that point in time. And I'd like to add to that, that right direction does not always mean positive outcome. The confusion that people, people make sometimes, that if they make the right choice, then things are going to work out the way that they want. And that's not always the case. So, you know, our, our intuition and connecting to these, uh, feelings and sensations just allows us to know what direction is, you know, really our, our core self is needing to go into. Right. And then we still have our, our journey, journey of ups and downs. Right. So you can attune yourself to these feelings and then use them to guide yourself. It's a very powerful tool. You know, you're able to discern whether or not you're moving in the right direction by whether or not it is an unfolding of your core. So to recap two steps, you're remembering a time when you felt connected to your core or you're building that current relationship, you know, through exchanges with your environment. Then you are bringing that experience on, you know, you're, you're connecting in with that. So you bring that feeling of your core, you fill yourself up with it as much as possible. And then you start to look for the sensations or the cues that are associated with being in that state, you know, or associated with not being in that state. Okay. That allows you to pause. You know, all that stuff that people say around, you know, whether it's meditation or take a deep breath or get perspective or there's a million different ways to say take pause. But a pause is an essential component to because what happens is we get caught up in the uh, we get caught up in the circumstance. We get caught up in whatever it is that's going on. And our habit is to be related more superficially. Our habit is to adjust ourselves to the environment to make it work. 
right? And so what we have to do is interrupt that process because if we don't interrupt that process, then we're not able to really make the kind of changes that um, we want to make. We're not able to then tune more into, more completely into those cues or make a different decision about what it is that we want to be doing. Okay. So, so it requires this, this process requires that we're able to stop and we're able to, you know, pay attention to what's happening and get to this deeper level so that we can have a more, you know, a, a more ability, a greater ability to navigate. Okay. So that is, you know, kind of what we'll be talking about right after this uh, commercial break. So um, I'll be back in just a couple minutes. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesigner.com. Hey, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and we've been talking about the steps that you can take to reconnect or to connect with the core of who you are. And I was saying that you want to be able to remember or start to facilitate times where you're connected and then learn the cues, the sensations that are associated with that. And then in order to be able to apply it, in other words, in order to be go into a situation where you might be challenged and it might be difficult for you to be able to stay connected to your core, um, you need to be able to remember to take a pause, right? So you want to remember to be able to take a pause. And let's break that down a little bit more. So 
inevitably in life, we're not just on a, you know, a mountaintop. We're not just in the comfort of our own homes. We are navigating a sea of different events. And some of those events are, are challenging situations and they push us you know, or pull us or what have you into, you know, less connected places with ourselves. We have our defenses come up. We get triggered. You know, we find ourselves having reactions, right? Those, those kind of words that happen when we just start to, uh, you know, interact with the world and, you know, things don't go our way or whatever. So, what do we do? How do we stay on track? And and what does it even mean to stay on track in those circumstances? So, you know, in, once again, there isn't an answer. Like it needs to look like this. Once you're connected to the core of who you are, you're able to see what your next best step is. What will move you in the right direction? Okay. So, when you're in these situations, what usually happens is the veils go up. The veils go up and we have a much more difficult time seeing, you know, seeing where, where to go, what to do. And, and then we, you know, are in all of that other behavior and then that elicits reactions from other people or from the situation. And now it's spiraling away from us, right? And we face these kind of situations all the time, right? So what could we do about it instead? What's an alternative to that? You know, so we, what often happens, you know, like say you get in an argument or something like that, eventually there's a pause in the argument, you know, whether it's that, you know, you, you end it because you need, you know, some space to think about it or there's just nowhere to go with it or whatever, right? So that, that pause happens and then usually there is a, a thought process or an emotional process. And then either people file it away or they get back into their center and then they come back in. Right, so they're just kind of setting up some scenarios. In this particular situation, what you what you want to do is be able to um, create a pause for yourself. That doesn't mean you necessarily need to stop the outside circumstances. Sometimes you might, but very often it means that you just need to be able to create a pause inside of yourself, right? So it's, it's really about creating perspective. It's having that, that consciousness to be able to say, stop, right? Like just, just take a moment and get on track with yourself before you try to resolve this situation or before you try to take action in this situation, right? So that's the, you know, that's the, the challenge. That's the, it's, it's actually one of the most challenging parts of this whole process because you can get connected, you can learn the news, and you can even do some of the later steps that I'm going to talk about, about kind of switching, you know, switching tracks. You can even do some of that 
but if you don't get that pause in there, you don't have the power to be able to make the switch, right? So it's a, it's an essential and really important part of the process. And, you know, think about that in terms of how high stimulus our lives are all the time and how busy our lives can be all the time. And then what winds up, you know, what winds up building up or the, the problems that wind up happening as a result of that, as a result of being overstimulated and not even being able to get enough space for that perspective, for that moment of pause. Okay. So when we look at what are the benefits of meditation, what are the benefits of, you know, going on retreat, taking a break of some kind, that is some of it. We're, we're, we're reclaiming some of our space so that then it's possible to stop and get perspective. Right? So when we take that pause, our next step in there is to start to practice making the switch. Okay? Practice making the switch from whatever state we're in back to our core. Right? That's the next step. The next step is to be able to say, okay, I, you know, I, I'm pausing, I'm stepping back, and it's like, I know this comes from experience a lot. I know that if I'm connected with the core of who I am, it'll be easier for me to see the right action, right? If I'm connected to the core of who I am, it'll be easier to see the right action to take, right? So, what we can do very deliberately is start to practice switching to our core. And that, like I was saying, might take time at first. We might need extended space. We might need to, you know, pause for minutes, sometimes even pause for days, you know, uh, until we get back into that core place and then we're ready to take action. Then we're ready to express or to negotiate or what have you. But the more that we practice, the faster that we can do it. And then the faster that we can do it, pretty soon it just becomes an, an option, something that we can choose. And you have the moment where, you know, you're in a conflict situation, something's going on, and you uh, practice, you know, you take that pause and you're able to see the two choices every the either persisting on the path of being you know activated or to make a switch to connecting to your core and see what it's like there right and and when you have that that clarity around the choices that you have in front of you you know you get to then explore the differences right consciously explore the differences between the directions you're going in and you know ultimately we learn but uh, m- many of us need to learn through experience so ultimately we 
learn that the results are so much better when we reconnect with the core of ourselves and then it becomes a much more natural process to switch back into the core. Okay. So when you take that pause, you start to bring in the sensations that you paid attention to before the, from the, when you were looking for the cues. You start paying attention to the sensations or you call up the memories and so that you bring in, you actually choose to bring in this state, choose to reconnect with this state. Right? But I'm sure if you've had this experience, you know sometimes you're not able to. So what's going on? We take a pause. We know that this is an option, but at a particular moment in time, it doesn't feel like an option. We can even sort of step back, but it's like it's it's just cloudy. We just don't have access. So what's going on, right? So that's usually the static, the garbage, the gunk, whatever. It's the buildup that's there, however we want to imagine that. And what happens is there are, you know, kind of stagnant or trapped feelings that are in the way of connecting with a core self, right? We just can't get there. It's really challenging when you run into this stuff, when you have the consciousness of where you are, because you can recognize that you're in the pile of garbage, but you you don't feel like you can do something about it. And the best thing that you can do for yourself is to offer yourself compassion and to stay on your own side. It's just part of our experience. And to be willing to just see it as that, it lightens the load a little bit because it's a hard place to be. So say you come in contact with these stagnant or, you know, trapped feelings and you can't get at it. You're just in a sea of reaction and intense emotion. And a lot of times, you know, we'll say those are your stories coming up, right? You know, this is how it's going to be, or I'm always the person that, you know, things aren't right for, or don't work out for, or, you know, everybody always, you know, does this to me. You know, we have those kind of stories, these consistent patterns that we're willing to confirm. Um, you know, and they can be, feel really real and really overwhelming. Um, and we can feel really badly for ourselves. And that's one of the cues that you're in the garbage versus coming from your core. Because coming from your core, you might have, you know, empathy and for your, your difficult place or sadness at an experience. It's not absence of, of, feeling or, you know, even difficult feelings, what, what it is, is that you are, you're able to see it in perspective. And when we're trapped in our stuff, we're not able to see it in our perspective. We're not able to have perspective on what it is that's going on. You know, uh, if we're lucky, we get to have that perspective of, oh, wow, things are really messy inside me right now, you know, um, and I'm really not sure what to do. 
that's that's a little bit of ease. But a lot of times we can't even can't even tell, right? So that's a release process. You need to find some way to get out the the feelings that are there. The, you know, the kind of stuck, stagnant emotions that are there. And you don't even have to see those uh, feelings or emotions as something that's true about your current situation. They were activated by your current situation. But, you know, a lot of times they have more to do with the past than they have to do with the present moment. So, you know, you can just express them. You know, in, in shadow work, they have this really great um, expression called hiking out, which is mean when you get activated that you can just go off and express all of your, you know, beliefs and thoughts and fears and, you know, anger and all of that kind of stuff. And you know, it's not really what you believe, but you allow yourself to be able to express it. Right. So there's a really, uh, really important thing there. It's like, how much are we willing buy into our own stories about what's made us angry or what's made us sad or whatever. How much are we willing to say that that's the truth versus that's just something that we need to get rid of or we need to process or we need to let go of and then we come into our truth. See the difference between that? One is a belief that, you know, our, you know, our extreme frustration, anger, disconnected self is our truth, right? Or somebody else's truth for that matter. You know, that person got angry and what they said when they're angry, I'm going to believe more than I'm going to believe everything else that they said, right? That would be an example of kind of believing in that uh, garbage more than believing in the core of who someone is. Right? The same thing with ourselves. So we want, want to be able to let go of that. And, you know, some people do that really well through writing. Some people do it really well through talking to another person or getting out and being physical. You know, I, I've had clients that chop wood, you know, as a way of releasing the feeling. In core energetics, sometimes we, you know, we hit. And we will hit a, it's like a foam cube just to be able to express, kind of like move the energy. So those kind of things help us clear out the garbage, clear out the stuck and stagnant energy. And then we find that once we do, this new form of clarity comes in. We understand the situation differently. Right? We understand uh, uh, you know, what it is that we want, what we want for an outcome or you know, the other person's perspective or you know, any number of different things. We start to see them differently because we're looking from a whole different vantage point. We're looking for from a, you know, sort of a a higher minded perspective. Right? And and that higher minded perspective allows us to be able to see new alternatives. Right? So so that is, you know, 
that is a very important part, part of the process. It's, it's more than likely that you do not have, uh, you are not garbage free. <laughs> That you are, you have some things that emotions that you either have tried not to express or trapped feelings that kind of live inside of you. And, and, and that if you are able to learn how to express them and, and, and let them go versus make them your reality. You wind up having a much easier time navigating some of the ups and downs of life. You have a much deeper connection, uh, a much easier, faster connection to the core of who you are. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about uh, reconnecting with yourself and clearing out some of the garbage when we get back from this commercial break. change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you. Visit www.katesigner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner. This is Real Answers. And we have been talking about reconnecting with your core. So specifically when, you know, you're dealing with all the ups and downs of your life, how do you get reconnected with the essence of who you are so that you can more easily navigate the situation? And our saying is after taking a pause, you're going to start practicing making the switch to your core self. So that's one of the things that helps. And then through that, you start to see where is there garbage that needs to be cleared out and how is it that the garbage can be cleared out. And so you start to look at what is it that I can do you know, to let go of kind of the gunk that is emotionally trapped inside of me. 
Right. And a lot of times, you know, when you look at like, say, a therapeutic process, a lot of times just the pro, just going in and talking to someone and sharing some of the gunk that's in there, you know, um, we start to feel better, right? Just through that process of sharing. That's a wonderful thing. We can express what's really true for us, talk about what it is that we're feeling and, you know, wonderful, wonderful part of, of therapy where it starts to become a little bit challenging is when, uh, there isn't, uh, how someone can really be more connected to them. That component isn't taught because then what person has is they clear out garbage, they get relief, but they don't have the skills to actually then take the next step and live from that core place that brings so much satisfaction, right? And that sort of creates a perpetual, uh, perpetual problem, uh, you know, where people are in the process of looking at their problems so that they, they can get relief, but they're not then able to take that and really do the, what the whole purpose of personal development work is which is to be able to be happier and healthier, right? So that is something to pay attention to. Uh, you know, if you've reached a point where you are continually repeating the same stories about yourself, that is a moment to like it, to pay it, to say, whoa, wait a second here. You know, I have become so fixated on this story I've become so well-versed in what it's about and how it has affected me that now what I'm doing is I'm actually strengthening the story, right? And using it then, and then this is sometimes, you know, we can use it as justification, right? It can be a justification for why we're behaving a different, a certain way. Well, I'm doing this right now because, you know, I never had a chance to, you know, fully express myself when I was, you know, a kid or whatever. And, um, and so, you know, like if that's the, if that's the the story you keep repeating, then there's no real movement from that. We get a lot of awareness but we're not seeing transformation. We have awareness of the storyline and the, you know, the activities. And we might learn some about some of the behaviors that come from activities like that or experiences like that. But we don't actually get to the place where we get to be a whole new person. We get to leave that behind and welcome in something new. Right. And, and isn't that the idea? Isn't that the goal that we're looking for is to be able to engage in personal development work, to be able to be empowered enough to then create new realities for ourselves? Right. Not to perpetuate, you know, the, the story. So there's a real need for that I see right now. In general, in the world, if we're, if we're looking at, you know, kind of how are we going to take that really valuable step from engaging in the, in, you know, figuring out what's wrong to beginning to create what works. 
right? Two, two very important, but different processes, right? Just like it's easier to critique an idea that someone else has than it is to come up with a solution, right? It's sort of the, it's similar, you know, parallel on an emotional level. You know, in some ways, it's easier to know what happened, to know how we were affected and things like that. We have so much information about that now, too. Sometimes it's easier to do that than it is to, you know, say, okay, well, what now? What do I want? Where do I want to go from here? Conversely, if you try to move on to the next step, of, you know, where do I go from here? And you haven't cleared out the garbage or you try to push it away and, and have it be less impactful, then it's not really uh, effective either. What we've learned is that's called, you know, denial or avoidance. We can't just pretend it's not happening. We can't just, uh, you know, wish it away. Right. So, so that, like, well, I don't want to look at it or, you know, therapy is just for people who are whiny or whatever, you know, we, we can't just, um, get rid of it. The, the goal is to be able to see, acknowledge, right? And then learn how to be and live differently. So that, that then becomes part of our past experience and not a uh, part of our current experience in an extreme way. Our past will always shape us, you know. Um, so really important there is kind of understanding the role of clearing out garbage of that, you know, healing process. And then after that, you know, after you kind of go through this process and you start to, you know, be able to switch back to your core self, you become, you understand when there's garbage that needs to be cleared out and you are mindful of clearing it out. And, you know, you start to see the results that happen. You want to reinforce your behavior. It helps keep you more conscious, right? So acknowledge your own uh, like acknowledge what happens when you connect with your core. Acknowledge how uh, much differently you feel it, because you are, you know, because you are able to make this kind of shift. And, you know, once you start to understand the terrain, of course, the process becomes a lot easier. So we've got a few more minutes left in the day, and I want to recap this process because it is actually something that you can use. You know, uh, can, can, you could devote months or years to it, and you could keep learning from this very simple process. It's really foundational to creating transformation, right? So first is about establishing a connection with the core, right? So bringing yourself into relationship with it and then learning the cues, right? So that would be the feelings, 
sensations, awarenesses that you have when being connected to your core. Okay? And then you want to use that knowledge when you're in a difficult situation. When you're in a difficult situation, the best way to handle it is to start to reconnect. What was, so the best way to handle it is to take a pause and create space between you and the event. Now, that's not necessarily external space. Sometimes it needs to be. But it's also a way of creating perspective, being able to move into a different perspective. Right? And then from that pause, you practice making the switch back to your core. And if you're not able to make that switch back to your core, then, you know, and you can feel all that stuff churning inside of you, that is when you do the deep work of clearing out the garbage, right? And in clearing out the garbage, you then create the ability to reconnect with your core. And once you've completed that process, acknowledge the results, acknowledge how differently things feel and perhaps how differently they played out as a result of making that shift. Okay? And that process can help you with like so many different situations, right? But notice where you are in that, right? Notice when you are, um, like if you have a connection with your core first, right? Because if you haven't had that connection, you haven't developed that connection, that's the first step. You want to start to develop that connection before you're really going to be able to move on in the cycle, right? The same thing is that, you know, knowing whether or not you're capable of taking a pause. And and in that, usually we're better at it in some circumstances than other circumstances. So then you you practice remembering that you need that kind of perspective. And in really intense situations, that might be actual space. It might be actual time. You might need a day just to reflect on things and get back to where you need to. So you practice taking that space and included in that is kind of decluttering your life so that you're able to have that kind of mental, mental space. Okay. And then after you take the pause, you know, you are looking at all those skills around making the shift. So it's actually being able to see the different choices, see the situation as a choice between your kind of core, like returning to your core and looking through those eyes or being in the confusion and the, uh, you know, all of that kind of garbagey type stuff or whatever was triggered in there. 
right? And that is a whole pro, you'll see, you know, because sometimes you're going to have the inclination to go down the, you know, let's still pursue the problems path, right? And there's a lot of learning there. So don't worry about what you're choosing. Be conscious of it and recognize, acknowledge the results that come out of it. Acknowledge what happens when you make your choice. Pay attention to how you're feeling. And if overall you're not, you know, you kind of keep getting or you're one of those people that just wants to stay focused on the positive all the time, you want to kind of get rid of the negative, but you have a very difficult time getting connected to your core or, you know, you just wind up in some of the gunk that's inside of you, you know, that's where you start to do the clearing processes that help you then. Okay. And finally, once again, you're going to be acknowledging, you always want to acknowledge whatever part, not just the end of the process, but all the, all, all the parts of the process because that helps raise your awareness. So this stuff, this reconnecting the core, this is really central to what it is that I teach in my life work, my life work community programs. It's opportunities for people to be able to hone and connect and and learn and hone these skills so that then they can use them outside in life as they go about everything that they're doing. So they're the fundamentals that allow us not just to, you know, have emotional release or get really excited about letting ourselves be more free or whatever, but they're the fundamentals that actually allow us to transform our lives, actually allow us to create new realities out of whatever it is that we have. And so with that, it is, you know, one of the most powerful processes that you can do is walk yourself through through this and be on the path of choosing your core, choosing the core of who you are and learning to do that in, in, you know, deeper and deeper and more profound ways. That is, you know, that is for me, you know, the spiritual path. So that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this show today, Real Answers, and looking at how we can reconnect to the essence of who we are and bring that more fully into the world living happier, healthier, and more authentic lives. Thanks again for joining me, and I will be talking to you next week with more about how we can connect to the truth of who we are. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. With more purpose, 